probably the worst thing that could happen in your career as a syndicator or a fund manager is having to make a bad capital call. Having to call up investors who and say, you know, we just need a little bit more money or you're going to lose money. It's a terrible situation. We're going to talk about two different ways that we deal with capital calls. We put it into a operating agreement and uh, let investors know in a PPM. It's what I look at as a as a syndication attorney, and you should know what your options are. Now, having to make a capital call is awful. Fortunately, I've never needed to make one in any deal that I've done, but it certainly does happen quite frequently that there will be a point where you're going to need to call your investors and let them know you need more money or the, the bad things are going to happen. Now, I've almost had this happen once as money ran dry, as a lawsuit started up in a deal that I had going, and uh, the lawsuit itself was eating up a lot of lawyer fees. Uh, at the same time, it was diminishing the account that we had in reserve. So fortunately, that didn't happen. We made it out just in the nick of time, and uh, I was able to recover that uh, syndication without doing a capital call. So yay, that was good because making it just as feels icky, right? You've made all these promises to your investors about what you're gonna do, and to not be able to deliver just feels bad. It just feels wrong. But there are things you have to do, right? Sometimes you gotta get that extra money. It could be something like a lawsuit or a deferred maintenance, or maybe it's something that, uh, that uh, happened, uh, you know, a freak of nature happened, it's just not covered by insurance. And in order to make everything work, still make your tax payments, you're gonna need to take, do uh, what needs to be done or service the loan, of course. Now, in order to do this, there's really three ways we handle it. The worst way probably is to just not include it at all. Now, if depending on the deal, that's pretty safe in order to do. Uh, you can always go back to your investors and ask for more money. It just may not be spelled out in the operating agreement. So it's not uncommon to leave it out because it's kind of uncomfortable in an uncomfortable conversation. Now, I get it. I would still encourage invest, uh, syndicators and fund managers to think about it and include it uh, as part of the operating agreement. But if you've got the right kind of structure and enough reserves, I guess it's probably okay to leave it out. Now, the most common way to deal with, uh, with capital calls where it is included is uh, to do it as treatment as a loan. So you put a call out to your investors and say, okay, investors, listen up. We've got to raise an additional $500,000. Uh, we need to do it because of XYZ. And as part of that, we're going to offer this loan you can, that you can invest in a loan in us, uh, make that loan of $500,000. We're going to pay you off as quickly as we can. We're not going to be making any, dis, uh, any uh, distributions until the, until the loan is paid off. And then we're going to do it at an interest rate of 10% or whatever percentage you determine would make the most sense. So that's one way to do it. The second way to do it is a mandatory capital call. 
So a mandatory capital call works like this. Investors, we need $500,000. You each own 10%, so I'm gonna need to get $50,000 from each of you. Now, if you don't give that to me, it's gonna work like this. That, uh, that 50,000 that you don't contribute is gonna come off of the amount of equity that you own already, and it's gonna go on one of the other investor's ledger. But it's also gonna go more than that. So we're gonna actually decrease your equity more than the $50,000 worth. We're gonna decrease it, say, $75,000 worth, and give that $75,000 worth of equity to the investors who pick up the slack. That's the more, uh, more confrontational approach, but it's the much more effective approach. Sometimes in a loan environment just doesn't work and you aren't going to be able to do it and somebody's gonna have to be able to step up. And if nobody steps up, then where are you at? But with the hammer, or I guess you could call it a carrot and stick model of a mandatory capital call works pretty well. My name is Tilda Muschietti. Those are the ways that we set up capital calls most commonly uh, for a real estate syndication or occasionally for a business as well. If we can help you set up yours, please don't hesitate to give us a call. We specialize just in Regulation D, Rules 506B and 506C.